0: Have you ever had a near-death experience? Or perhaps someone you know may have had a near-death experience? Well, if so, we would love to hear your story and have you as a guest on our podcast. For more information, visit nde.world. Again, that's nde.world. We would love to hear your story.
1: Welcome to the NDE World Podcast, where we explore the magical, mystical, and spiritual world of near death experiences. And now, Ashton Lewis and Daphne Lynn.
0: And welcome back to the NDE World Podcast. I am your host, Ashton Lewis, and this is my lovely co host, Miss Daphne Lynn. Good morning, Daphne. How are you today?
2: Hello. How are you? I'm doing well.
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm excited about doing this episode, and um, I really enjoy doing this because it really brings us closer to that spiritual aspect of humanity. That's something we're all going to have to face eventually, and give us this different whole uh, perspective on death. You know, because death is oh, been yes. morbid and just made into something really horrific and all and. It, it, it is hard when we lose someone on this plane. You know, many of us have gone through that experience. But the more you understand that death actually...
2: The it, life transition. It's just
0: the transition yeah. into something else, it gives you a different perspective and a different outlook on death, you know, so.
2: It really does. And, and like I said, I mean, or you said, you know, we all have experienced loss in our lives. Um, some tougher than others. And, you know, thank goodness that I have the belief system that I do now to be able to process that loss a little easier. It doesn't make me miss those people any less, but it's easier to process.
0: I like how it was once uh, I heard said that you never get over it, but you learn to live with it.
2: Oh, very, very, very wise words.
0: Yeah. So today we are going to do some more of the actual NDE reviews. How's yeah, that sound?
2: Sounds good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we got some pretty cool ones coming up. So we'll do that and uh, grab the uh, let me grab my pen and notepad here. And uh, let's go ahead and do that. We'll, we'll jump right on into the actual uh, first clip and see if we can find us some nuggets. Go nugget hunting. don't go nugget hunting.
2: We go nugget hunting.
0: Let's
3: go nugget hunting.
2: All right, honey, we go hunting now.
3: All right, and we are rolling. During the summer following my junior year of high school, I went on my family's usual three week vacation in northern Wisconsin. We stayed at a cabin on a hundred acres of private forest which encompassed two small lakes. I made a habit of sleeping in my tent while my two brothers and my sister slept in the cabin along with my parents. Such isolation proved to be an excellent opportunity to further my spiritual practice, which continued to focus on transcendental meditation. I would sit formally while concentrating on repeating my mantra, sacred sound or word, or just repeat it wherever I went. I could have easily engaged in this repetition six to eight hours a day. After the three weeks were over, my older brother Chris and I headed for home on what would be a 300-mile drive on Highway 45 to Waukegan, Illinois. Chris was driving as we had taken a separate car of our own on the trip. This allowed me to passively watch the landscape go by. It was during this time I was suddenly seized by the fact that I was leaving now. There was absolutely no question about it. I had the feeling that I was rising or going vertical. I immediately saw my life in review and all that was important to me. As each item would arise, I would let it go because I was leaving. I watched everything pass including my home, my friends, and family. My last attachment was that I would bring harm to my brother who was driving for he would have to explain my sudden and complete disappearance. I also had to let that go. I do not know how much time passed, I left the old mind and bodily sensations though not the location as a passenger in the vehicle. Awareness beyond comprehension arose. I could see the world without the eyes of man. Everything looked both large and small at the same time. Houses, for example, looked smaller than trees, but the trees looked like small hairs on the face of the earth. The world was a vibrating force of energy. Crystalline particles of energy pervaded and connected all things. Life was a joyous dance of pure energy singing from every cell or atom. The elation was overwhelming and I laughed with joy with every sensation. I began to realize that I had not really perceived anything before, only each thing's relative nature. The words and thoughts and names that applied to individual objects before had no application here. I simply saw things as they were in their being. I tried to put together a thought but I could not. I had the distinct impression of trying to formulate a thought in front of me over the hood of the car. It was like trying to split the brain into two halves and then join them together again. It could not be done. I then remembered the body. I looked down and noticed the body was in some type of shock. There was a giant knot of pain in my abdomen and many of my muscles were trembling. I fell into fear. I begged God to stop the revelations because I thought the body could not take any more energy. I vowed to return when I was better prepared. My wish was granted and I was left with a peaceful self-assurance that death was not an ending. I would not mention this experience to anyone for three years, not even my brother Chris. However, it changed the focus of my spiritual practice and gave it new direction. I found a book on my father's bookshelf titled Cosmic Consciousness by Richard M. Buck. It described many individuals who could see the world from a larger perspective commonly called enlightenment. These were happy, creative individuals who radiated love and truth. Surely this is what I wanted to be, fearless of death, permanently blissful, enjoying profound insights into the simplest things, infinitely above blinding desires. I began buying many more books written by enlightened individuals who offered various techniques for awakening, and whose experience matched my vision on Highway 45 in Northern Wisconsin. And we are
0: back. Mm-hmm. Now, this is more of an OBE, um, but it could have been well, a, it could have been an NDE almost because he did say he had that pain in the abdomen. But I, I think it's tied in with that energy he was using with the meditations and coming out of the body and things like that. So he, he was. Right.
2: But, but anyway. He, he said he knew he was leaving. Mm-hmm. See, so, it
0: starts out with the meditation. He did like three weeks of meditation, solid, like That so, yeah. was a day when they were on the vacation. Also, he was getting into that, and on their way back, he was with his brother, and that's when he had the actual out of body experience.
2: Yeah, very so interesting. Awareness beyond comprehension. Would you like any? Yes, exactly. I mean that that, is, that you see that in so many of these accounts where they're just their knowledge is is full. You know the awareness of everything around them as well, um, but seeing the eyes, seeing through the world without eyes of man.
0: Yeah. So the it's energy like, of everything. It's it goes back when you, that awareness of all things, like we we say, tapping into the sores, you know, but really going into that fifth dimension.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he.
0: The vibrating energy, of course.
2: Exactly, the vibrating force of, of energy and everything was um,
0: overwhelmingly elated. laughing with joy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so
2: he uh, he had a very pleasant experience, and seeing that connectedness with with everything, the energy. He didn't see it as he saw it with man's right eyes. Here,
0: yeah, he saw it as it was. So, yeah, would you like to comment on that?
2: Yeah, I mean, it just really just. Reminds me of a recent episode about vibration and energy and everything. So really, it's just what everything's made of. So we, when we have these NDEs, a lot of people are experiencing and seeing the energy source, the vibrations of things that we don't see in the physical form.
0: Yes. So this guy, he's continuing with his out-of-body experience because he was meditating, of course. But then it says he got to a point where he couldn't even form a thought. Mm-hmm. Almost like you said, the brain being split in half and trying to put it back together to form it something. Won't work. He just, he it just would think. not work. Mm, that's bizarre. That's
2: very interesting because normally with an in, a, a traumatic NDE, you know something happens where they die actually die um, they have thoughts and answers coming ran very quickly so um, but with him he, he couldn't form a thought so uh, maybe it's because of the the state that he was in from meditating and all That's what I was wondering. you know that it, it wasn't actually an nde or anything but it was just that Extraordinary out of body experience.
0: You know, I've heard of um, people who do those kind of you know the, the body out of body experiences and the astral projections regularly. That it takes a lot of the energy out. It, it does a toll on the body itself. That, oh, they, yeah. they, that they have to kind of limit themselves on how much and how intense they go because it can take its. Yeah, effect. and this guy said that he, he was hitting it hard
2: for about three weeks. And yeah. Darius J. Wright, he he's been doing this since. His early teens, and he's in his probably thirties or forties now, maybe. Um, And he literally says once a week is yeah. all he does it.
0: Yeah, he says it, d- it does take. He might of not energy. be that
2: age. I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's that age. He doesn't, yeah, if, he doesn't he look that in his age. 20s, looking back it now, it's very yeah.
0: wise for a young man.
2: Yeah. Yes, he he's uh, looks like he's probably in his twenties, early thirties. I
0: like Darius.
2: Um, I do too, and and he he's got some uh, he's got some nugs if you if you really go and listen to some of his stuff, like we have oh my gosh, eye opening, you know with the astral project projections and
0: yeah he, he like really goes in there and starts he tells you how to differentiate the difference between like an out of body experience and astral projection you know astral plane and yeah the different levels and all that stuff yeah so. oh yeah
2: he got he gets he's he gets deep with it.
0: Yeah. So um, here, the this this uh, person's body starts to go into shock, and he notices the pain in the ab, and he made the comment that there's too much energy.
2: Right. So the tying in with that meditation that we I, was just I talking about. I think that's about.
0: what it, it has to be.
2: Right. Yeah. And he said
0: this. You know that he got. He was left with the assurance that death goes on. You know. So he got whatever. Death is not what, an ending. Yeah, it's uh, it goes on. It's it's endless. Life you know. goes on. Yeah, and that was what he was meditating for. Um, from what I understand, he was trying to find the answer. You know, how far can he go, and does life go on?
2: Right, and, and, that's,
0: and that's the experience he had.
2: In coming back. To his body. I mean, he he says he didn't tell anyone about this experience, not even his brother, for Over the longest three years, and that this experience changed his focus and his spiritual direction with things. Yeah, and
0: we hear that a lot. Yes. That, that they don't tell anybody anything for a while, and then, like, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years later, right. they come out with these stories. And, and you,
2: you know? really think about it. We, in People keeping these accounts and experiences to themselves, I really believe is based off of fear of man, fear of what somebody else might think, think
0: or say.
2: Exactly. And that's, that's of course, keeping us in those lower vibrations is having fear. We have to let go of fear yeah. um, so that we can vibrate at the rate that we need to to be able to experience life the way we were meant to experience life.
0: Absolutely. And fear is a place you do not want to be.
2: Exactly, exactly. You know, it makes me uh, think about um, what was the name of the book? Um, Cosmic Consciousness that he found on his dad's bookshelf. And he read it, and it, it was an awakening for him. So he started getting other enlightening books. And that's the baby step. That's where you have to be. Find something that piques your interest. Don't be closed-minded or let religion or anything or anyone else step in your way of growth.
0: Right, right. Because it's you. It's your life, your, your spirit, your soul, your being, and you are part of the all. You are part of the one.
2: Right, that God within. I mean, if you want to take it Scripture, like a lot of people do— it says, you know, that Christ is within us mm-hmm. multiple within. times. So people just have to accept that and realize that they are part of God.
0: Yeah, they are the flame. Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. And um, anyway, that's a whole different subject. Yeah that's, on. Religious subject. yeah, that's a religion. That's kind of scary
2: now yeah. looking so,
1: back.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not here to knock anyone's religion or their beliefs. I'm not either. As just... long as those beliefs bring them to a higher level self
2: exactly if
0: their belief system is destructive for either themselves or any other soul right or either other creature or anything then i would question whether or not you need to be a part of that regardless of whatever their claims are
2: right and and when when i say little comments like that i mean it's my own walk i'm not condemning anyone else's but i can't go through religion anymore i just i won't i can't well
0: it d- it depends on what what we define as religion, you know. Religion has a lot of, uh, <laughs> like God. It has a lot of different perspectives and views on what religion is. You know, um, anything can be a religion.
2: I guess that ties in with the scripture that, um, you know, God can be your belly. You know, so there's there's different ways to look at it. You're right. Just it's just like that, getting that. Uh, what is your concept of God? Right. So, yeah, it's just
3: but two or sides
2: of the coin, looking at it broads broad That's instead so. of narrow. Yeah, most and, definitely. And the,
0: the the further along you go into this journey, your spiritual journey, the more open you get, the more broad you get. You're not so narrow-minded, and you're not so close-minded, you're not so dogmatic. You're exactly, more open, And yeah. you're more open to other people's feelings as well.
2: right. It's that love. I mean, you just you have to love and accept people the way they are. I mean, because you might not agree with something someone is doing, but that person is still a spark of the flame as well. Yeah,
0: and that person is a mirror of you.
2: Exactly. So you hurt somebody <laughs> else. You're only truly hurting yourself.
0: Yeah it all comes back it all comes back yeah well uh, looking at the clock let's go ahead and jump on another clip here real quick and uh see if we can find some more nuggets how's that sound
2: let's go
1: digging
0: let's go digging all right and we are rolling
1: i was hit by a car while commuting on my bike and died if it wasn't for cpr and extensive medical intervention i'd be gone the nde feels like a dream now but it made me cry really 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 hard for hours and hours while in rehab because I couldn't figure out the start of me about a month after, thank you psychologist for the advice to hold both beginnings in two hands as equal. I am an ndea and what follows is my experience. So, I fell out of space-time. Like, imagine an elevator door opened, but the frame is just the universe. There were no buttons or anything, and when the door closed space was closed with it. Like, imagine a hole opening in space along the floor. If you fell in it, you'd go a direction that's normally impossible. Fill the hole back up, and you'd move across it just fine because the hole is no longer there. That, but instead of along the X axis, it was along the Y and Z of spacetime, and instead of dirt it was the fabric of reality. I fell onto the outside porch of my house, but it was more ornate, like someone really decorated the exterior a lot, and the deck was on the roof. My house wasn't on the ground. It was floating in space, but I fell on it, weird right? All over the deck of my house there were video phones of different people's lives. The phones displayed these lives through moments or other people that the other person whose life the phone contained would recognize. I had to dig through all of them to find the one of me to be me again. Each phone had two cats attached to them. One, white cats each and every time, at the earpiece and a black cat, each and every time again, was at the mouthpiece. I interpreted that as a good intention is received and motivates, but sometimes I speak evil because of my job, legal profession, conflict is abound. I was looking for the me I was assigned to look for. There were all these me's on all these phones. There was a boy me, an Asian me, a black me, and so on. They had overlapping traits too, so it might be an Asian girl me, or an Asian black boy me. As I looked for myself, the house floated in front of a huge galaxy. Like, imagine the Milky Way, but you're looking at it from the top down. That was on the other side of my house deck from me. It was my mom that I recognized as I looked, and that's how I found myself again. Not sure how I did it or what I did after. Just selected the me I was supposed to be and woke up in the hospital before this happened i was a staunch atheist this was enough to get me to redefine myself as agnostic i think our religions are limited and nothing was what i experienced so i'm not any specific religion now but i am leaning towards their something whatever it is that's my story
0: and we are back okay wow that's a pretty good one we you like to go ahead and start that out miss daphne
2: Wow, yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, Her bike accident um, brought her to her NDE. So um, apparently she was having some issues with dreams or something afterwards and then sought therapy um, and then started telling about her experience. But space and time.
0: Yeah, fell out of Mm space-time or in space. She saw The Fabric of Reality. Uh, Any comments on that space and time?
2: Yeah, it it really just kind of made me think about the movie The Matrix when she said it's there but it's not really there. Um, There's a scene in The Matrix where um, Neo is is talking to a a little boy and, and he has a spoon and the spoon is like bending this way and that way. And the little boy tells him the spoon is not really there. So that, that made me think of that. But um, very uh, interesting. The uh, video phones, all the different video phones and versions of herself, different genders, different races. Yeah,
0: let's we'll break this down. Um, let's back up to the actual video phones. Okay, this tells me this is probably a younger person. Um, that's the first thing that went through my mind when, when I heard that, you know, but I didn't know it could be any age. It did not matter, but you know, video phones and cell phones are a thing of the, it's uh, the newer technology. I mean, we didn't have cell phones when I was a kid growing up. You no, know, I, I, I was 36
2: away. before I had my first cell phone. <laughs> so. I don't want to give
0: away my age or nothing, but I'm from the, the, the old school i mean what we not, old school, not too baby. far out because i mean it, it even goes way back further than that but i was fortunate enough that we did have a house phone you know but yes that's too. i do can remember uh, even as far back as sharing a phone line with neighbors
2: yeah it's called a party line party where line. you had uh, three oh. to four different families yeah. that shared the same i guess that's when they extension. were
0: first starting to set up a lot of the lines in the area or something i don't yes. know but i can yeah i remember that far but we were big dogs when we got our, our first uh cordless phone in the house you know it plugs into the wall where the phone goes uh-huh. but it's actually on batteries and you can walk around but you know and then i remember the when the actual cell phones came in and you had to carry them around like in a big old leather pouch in your truck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you plug it in and you and, you, and you're
2: into your lighter lighter in.
0: and you know, and, and only the contractors that seemed like had them. The big, you know, the big workers and yeah. My contact, brother had one. You know, so we didn't have anything like that. We weren't that fortunate. But a lot of the younger generation don't realize that. Hey, they may think that cell phones have been around forever. That's part of their everyday life because that's the world they came into. But
2: exactly, they'll never know the restriction of having a. a coiled cord attaching you to the base of the phone and you have to stay within that lint to talk to anybody
0: that's right that's right so <laughs> get you thinking but that that's the first thing that came to my mind i mean you know it was it was made up of of cell phones you know but yeah and, and it could be any age phones. it doesn't have to be a younger person i was just, that, that just went through my mind but it could be any age because like i said the but it, it just goes back to show you how that mind or that source presents itself to you it's going to be in something that you understand so yeah, this person she, was seeing all these cell phones
2: yeah she had to find the one that was hers
0: <laughs> yes yes but, yes and i like how we had mentioned earlier that um she started seeing the actual well let's talk about the cats okay that the, the yeah
2: that was the, what, cats, wait, the black that,
0: cats and the white cats and
2: I, I didn't know if i was just hearing that or not but i was like is she saying cats or something else? I mean, it's...
0: Yeah, it was kind of hard to understand that I didn't understand that part, <laughs> that,
2: part of it. For, that was definitely for her, for sure. Um, but, yeah, cats. Um, I, I don't know on the cats, but it, it is definitely interesting.
0: Well, it's something that was attached. Like, there were at the ends of the phones, and that the way she read into it, that phones can be used... When you speak, you can either speak good or you can speak evil. And she said that the 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 good there were the good and evil the way she spoke. That's what she had interpreted the white cats and the black cats as. That her tongue could be used for either good or bad. And, and it's that's, and very that's, true, yeah. yeah because we we can, can speak with it.
2: a forked tongue, or we can you know speak truth. And so, so many
0: people waste so much with their. The stuff they speak about, either this negative stuff, just garbage stuff, gossip stuff, other people, it's negative things. You know, you don't realize how destructive the tongue could be, just in the energy it puts out.
2: Oh, exactly. Or the blessings well, that it
0: could be in exactly. the energy it puts speaks, out. <laughs>
2: speaks life or speaks death upon everything, and Curses. you know. And I recently heard. I, th- I think it was actually D- Darius uh, that had mentioned it put a, put a cup of rice in water and, and speak good positive things to one cup and then in the other cup the, speak negative and dark and death upon the other and look at it at the end you know of a, a time Sudanese, frame yeah. and see the difference in the two i mean and it is very true with our words our words are power and Absolutely. people do not realize the power of our minds, our tongues, in, in tying in with our reality.
0: Yes, yes. And that's part of growing up and part of getting wiser, uh, is, is understanding that, you know, be careful what you say, how you say. You know, I've always been like myself um, growing up. Of The older I got, I think I got more, I don't want to say worse, because it's not really a worse or a good or bad, it's just, we're calling it that, but I got very um, uh, serious, I guess, you know, with the way I talk to people and things like that, and, uh, you know, I'm having to learn myself, this, you know, just, you don't have to be so serious, you know, it's all fun, life is light, you know, keep it light, keep it going, keep it fun, you know, you don't have to be serious, you don't have to be, any of that, you know.
2: Right. Just enjoy Take life. It lighter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and that's what, what we're actually supposed to do, experience and enjoy, have peace in our lives. Right. Our and, lives are what we make them and If you're not a joyful, happy person, then... What do you need to do to change that, to experience the joy in your life?
0: And think about how the matrix is set up against us, how the system is, de- is designed against us to keep you in that fear, to keep you at the low vibrations, to keep you from growing spiritually into the, the, the true spiritual being that you are. The system is, is set up against yeah, you almost, designed it seems like. to
2: mm-hmm. keep you down.
0: So back to the subject at hand, what about... Um, this is a lady, young lady speaking, um, or lady, young lady, either, or depends on context, of course, sees herself as an Asian version, sees herself as a black version,
2: different genders,
0: uh, different cultures, different genders, a boy version of her, a girl version of her. Mm -hmm. Um, any comments on that?
2: Yeah. I mean, she, she made the statement that she had to find the me that, she was supposed to be searching for her then, I guess, is what she was meaning by that.
0: So I wonder what the... Maybe
2: it's tying in with our past lives, maybe?
0: Yeah, it could be uh, either past or either...
2: Future lives?
0: Or or, or simultaneous other yeah, dimensions. You know, they speak that of that is, like, since everything happens right here, right now, everything is in the now.
2: Everything is existing.
0: Then your other lives could could be taking place right now i, I mean so it could that's be her what seeing I'm her hearing
2: a lot of and it really just blows my mind other
0: parts of the major yeah i don't i don't know and, and that's just comments that's not saying hey this yeah. is what it is you know but get you thinking
2: the multiverse
0: yes the multiverse it, it, yeah. it, it, it'll get you thinking
2: it really, really does. And, and that's why we're here to help people to expand their knowledge and awareness to expose the mystical and magical.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Of the, to go, of
2: the world around us.
0: To go with that thought, um, and I'll even tie in uh, this person's comment. She said that she was an atheist and went from atheist to agnostic, you know, so she's still working on that. Um, but to go with your thought earlier, is that religion is limited.
2: Exactly,
0: and you have to keep in mind that in order to grow to the person that you need to be, or the level you need to be, or the spirit you need to be, then I would question the religion that you're involved with. And you know, and most people, religion is just something that they do; um, it's something that they identify with, and they don't necessarily use it for growth spiritually. I'm not saying all, oh, many, many do, many no, do use yeah. their religion, and there are a lot of good people in, in a lot of religions that are living you know, the lives they're supposed to be.
2: And there's a lot of people out there that are in religion that are the Sunday and Wednesdays and then their lives outside of that is is living it, a double life, so to say It
0: is, it is, you know. So. so there are those out there that use it for more constructive and positive, you know. So looking at the clock and listening to the weather outside of the studio this morning, uh, we have some uh Looks like we have got some a pretty pretty rough system coming in. I'm actually starting to hear some of the
2: some of the thunder some rolling the through
0: outside. Yeah, so we're probably going to be shut down here shortly, but we do, we've got a couple more minutes left here. So um, anyway, yeah, and, and I, I guess the final thought I want to leave with everybody, and and you can go ahead and comment on this if you want to, and then we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Is we hear this so many times, and I, and, and the comment is this: there is no religion on the other side. Daphne, would you like to comment on that? And we'll wrap it
2: up. Yes, exactly. I mean, that is, that is, has helped me to really just fine tune my belief systems about religion and listening to these NDEs because we hear so many of the accounts that are literally no religion. It's, it's multiple, multiple accounts and we have that on this side of the veil. So life is going to transcend over there, and we've got to let go of our restricted beliefs.
0: Yes, and your fears. All that has to stay fears. behind. Yes, it Don't. all
2: stays on this side. It's all this side of the veil. It doesn't carry over. So yes. if you, if religion is what brings you to a, a better you to help others and love others, use it. Mm-hmm. But religion doesn't carry over
0: what you do to others and how you treat others does. And if religion is used as a tool for the betterment of mankind and makes you a better person to love and to help exactly, others and yeah. to connect with others and to understand your oneness and love for all, then it's being used for a good constructive purpose.
2: Mm-hmm. However I can love and and be that without having
0: religion. a title
2: or a mask on.
0: Correct. Absolutely. I can do it as me because we came into the, this world without religion.
2: We came into this world with everything <laughs> yeah. we
1: need. Yeah,
0: honestly. You know, so, um, and you have to be careful with religion because you know a lot of people are so closed-minded when it comes to religion, um, and so dogmatic. You know,
2: ah, you not know.
0: as open-minded. I've noticed.
2: I, I was that way when I was i I loved and I cared and i I volunteered and I did all these good things that you're supposed to do when you're on a spiritual path, but I was in religion and I did not realize at the time until I came out of religion that I was very close-minded. I was very judgmental, very dogmatic, and I didn't see it when I was in it. it
0: when you're in religion, no. I did
2: not see it when no. I was in it, but now I do. And I'm like so thankful that I have had the awakening and spiritual enlightenment that I have, that I can be the better person that I'm supposed to be.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well said, well said. Well, very good, then. I'll tell you what, I hate to wrap it up, but we're going to go ahead and... Uh, shut this episode down.
2: You know, that's a wrap.
0: We do have some uh, <laughs> some time restrictions. we got to keep everything within. And like I said, it sounds like that weather's kind of brewing up outside. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. And then we want to send everyone our love, those of you who are listening. And may peace be with you all. And until next time.
1: Watch your light like, shine. For more information about the NDE World podcast, visit NDE.world. That's NDE.world world.